Welcome back to the Unstressable Podcast. I'm your host, Alice Law, and this podcast is a series of amazing conversations with incredible people talking about what makes them unstressable from some of life's greatest challenges and the greatest stresses and losses they've had to overcome and how they came back from them so that you can become unstressable through yours. So this is the first episode I've released this year in 2022. So I apologize for the delay and the little stall in the podcast. I had a good reason. I wanted to go knees deep into editing my book, which is coming out later this year and will also be called Unstressable. So I hope you forgive me and it'll be worth the pause in this and the wait. I'm so happy to be able to be back and bring you some incredible guests again. Today's episode was with the amazing Skip Archimedes, who is an international speaker and coach and is at the forefront of the personal development world. His story is truly remarkable. He was a professional gymnast who broke his back and was told he would never walk again. And I'm not going to spoil the ins and outs of his story and the hows and the whys. I'll let him tell you all that. But safe to say he is walking again and doing much more than he was ever told he would be able to so i hope you enjoy this truly inspiring episode skip has very kindly also given all of you a free gift which you can find in the link in the show notes so let me know if you enjoy the episode and i hope you enjoy so much for saying you come on I'm so excited to speak to you because I mean when we met and you told me your story I'm not gonna I'm not gonna divulge and spoil it people I was really shocked because it is something that is essentially a miracle but before we go into that I would love to know you know what life was like for Skip before you know that life-changing event that we'll obviously talk a lot about and all about that side but what was life like for you before then what were you like as a person before then as well um, I sucked and life sucked. <laughs> That's pretty the, the short and fall of it. Um, it really is. It was like, um, so, so life leading up to that, I was born as a very ill kid, like super, super ill. I was in a coma uh, with pneumonia. Um, I was covered pretty much from head to toe with eczema, had chronic asthma, was always on the, the asthma stuff, like the, the blue one I was taking about eight times a day. The brown one with the bong, that was four times a day. I was always on some type of antibiotics at least at least three, four times every year. I was on an antibiotic course, um, had allergies to everything, to dust, to pollen, to animals, to feathers, to grass, like you name it. I was pretty much allergic to it. And like, you know, even like if my dad was like mowing the lawn, if I breathed in any of that air, my eyes would swell up. I wouldn't be able to breathe. Like the, but that's what I knew as life. I didn't know anything different. So it wasn't like I was being a victim. It was just I, I didn't know that life could be different. And it was when um, a friend of the family, um, I've got a good friend of mine. He's um, he's Thor's and Captain America's stunt double, and it was his mum. Uh, that said he needs to start exercising. And our response was, I've tried exercising, and every time I exercise, I have an asthma attack. So we've been advised to not exercise. And what happened as a result of that is I got weaker and weaker physically, 
and we know all things are connected. So that then made the mind weak. That then made my creative stuff weak. And I became like this numb kid that was just getting rounder and rounder and rounder. And you see these kids me when I'm a kid. I'm a, I'm a fat Michelin kid. And I can't but, imagine that now. <laughs> what's that? I can't imagine that now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, very different now. Very, well, apparently in our, in our family, we have the fat gene. And it's ironic that a lot of us have gone through being obese at some point in our life. And as a result of really the main thing, like this physical thing that we live in, like everyone who's you know watching this, listening to this, this thing was created to move. Whichever way you look at it, it was not created to be in front of something and do nothing. You know, we're all going to be in front of screens in today's world. It's unavoidable. But what we do between that is essential. So the, the, the movement part is fundamental. And, and when we, you know, I hadn't learned this because I'd gone such a long time without moving that when you move your body in fun ways, what happens is these endorphins get released from the mind and it literally sends a shower of all these incredible vibes down the whole body and we get to feel good. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to earn it. You just have to go and find some, a fun way to move it. So when I got introduced to gymnastics, it was like I had that shower of this, all these good vibes, and I hadn't felt that stuff. And for me, it turned me into an addict. I became that. But what happened was, first time I went there, I had the asthma attack. And it was like, right, we've got to go through it. Because that's what she said. She said to me, look, I've, I'm managing asthma. But I manage it well because of the exercise that I do. And what's made you weak is decreased workload. We start to increase the workload in the right way. You'll have the asthma attack, but you're going to go through it. So I went through it. Um, next time I did gymnastics, I had another asthma attack, went through it. and But it wasn't long before I could then go to the gym. And I'd still feel the asthma kicking in, but I wouldn't have the attack. So bit by bit... Um, I was able to start to get stronger and stronger. And I just fell in love with gymnastics. I fell in love with being able to move and find freedom. And I'd never felt that freedom before. And a lot of my symptoms started to subside. And then I go and get entered into, it was only a local competition and, and I won it. And it, it, I mean, no one was any good. I wasn't even that good, um, but it was just a local competition. But what the, uh, what my coach at the time said was, he said, look, you to be the youngest kid to go to the Olympics for gymnastics. Now, today, I don't believe he was telling the truth. Back then, I, I owned it as the truth. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be the youngest kid to go to the Olympics for gymnastics. This is going to be epic. And they had me say it in assembly um, in front of all the school kids. And it was like, it's, it's funny how life can then build you up, but then something's going to knock you down. And what we've got to get used to, it's just like when we hold a tennis ball the harder we throw that tennis ball down, guess what? The harder, the higher it's going to bounce up. But if we go down and we're deflated, if we go down and we haven't got that human spirit in us, it's almost like um, that ball has now had all the air taken out of it and now it hits the deck and it stays down. And this is what's happening for a lot of humans. They're being deflated. So when they get knocked down, they stay down. And that is not their destiny. It's not how life is meant to be unfolded. So for me, when I said it in front of assembly, in front of all the kids, I became like this hero at school. And everyone was like, oh my God, Skip, can you do a handstand? Can you jump off this? Can you somersault off this? And I became like this school clown. But I love 
I loved the, the energy that was always created when this stuff was happening. And it was two weeks after that, um, my mum goes and leaves my dad for my gymnastics coach. So my image at school changed overnight because I went from being the, the cool kid um, to being the weird kid because where we were, families didn't get divorced. No one split up. It just wasn't, it just didn't happen. So, and then obviously my dad stopped me doing gymnastics, which was the only thing that helped all my health conditions, all the body conditions. And then what came in for me, because now I'm not allowed, you know, I wasn't allowed to do what I loved. So I stopped doing the sport. So what happened to the body? All the problems start to come back. What happened to the immunity? It went down. So even more problems were coming back. What happened to the mind? Now my mind is getting cluttered with all this negative stuff, all this uh, victim stuff. And it was all coming from fear. It was all coming from guilt. It was because that's why I stopped it, because I felt guilty that if I did gymnastics, I'm going to be in a room with a guy that my mum had left my dad for. And my dad was like, that guy's the devil. And for two years, like if he walked in the room, I'd walk out. That was, you know, that, that was the programming. And it wasn't right, let's like forgive and move on and carry on with life. It was like, no, I'm going to hold on to the pain. And that's what my dad did. And I got to witness someone holding on to the pain. Um, and it still manifests out in his life in today's world. He's burying it. He's good at burying it, but he hasn't dealt with it. And, and I see it playing out. And so what happened for me then was between about 11 and 18, my weight was up and down. My, uh, my mind was up and down. My emotions were up and down. Everything was up and down, up and down, up and down. And, and there was no balance. There was no alignment. And, and life sucked. It, I didn't understand how people could be happy. If people were happy, um, I didn't want them to be happy. That was the, the programming that went on in my mind. It was crazy. And so, you know, I learned that, you know, we're not our thoughts. We're the creator of our thoughts later on in life. But back then, whatever I was thinking and feeling, that was, that was my reality. And, and I started doing something when, when I was, 18 years old and I do it every day now but then I was considered to be an absolute weirdo um, and I started to talk to the universe and I couldn't believe how it communicated back so quickly so fast well how did you start though because people listening will be like okay you started to talk to the universe but what was that initial like starting point for you because people who don't have that connection will be fascinated and people who do will be like I'd like to know how Skip started when you then tell your story later so you know how did you start that conversation well it's first of all let me just explain what we are so we can understand how we can all do this as a human a baby cannot be born on the planet and raise itself it needs two parents to look after it. So it's impossible to think that we were created on planet Earth through evolution. That's just stupid thinking because a baby cannot be born and look after, a human baby cannot be born and look after itself. So this is a design. This is the most freaking phenomenal design thing on the face of the planet if we learn how to get in the driving seat. So we need to understand that we are a creation from the universe now in physical form. 
We can't create human eyes with as intelligent as we are as the human species. We can't recreate the human eye yet. We can't even recreate a human heart. We will do. We will learn how to do it. But there is an intelligence beyond this physical thing. So all we're doing is reconnecting to a non-visible and a non-physical part of ourselves. So all we're doing is connecting to us, but not us in the mind, not us in the personality, not us in the body. We're connecting to a bigger part of us. Just look at it like a mother and a father, but an intelligent mother and a father. So how do you go and build the relationship? You just start talking. Now, you don't have to talk out loud. I mean, if you do talk out loud, make sure you've got some ear pods on so people don't think you're going loopy. <laughs> but for me, it didn't come out as spoken words. It was all in my inner world. And I, 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 it started off with me looking at the stars. And, and I knew then uh, I got this bit of information that there are more. Now, listen to this. There are more not start when we see a star that's like us seeing our sun so when we see our sun we know that our sun is having an effect on the moon we know that that sun is having an effect on our planet so when we're looking at all these stars we know that there's going to be other planets around those stars so we're not looking at planets we're looking at stars which are suns now here's what we need to understand there are more universes out there then there are grains of sand on this planet. This is science, right? This is not Skip coming up with some weird um, stuff. This is fact, right? So if there are more universes out there, and, I'm, and we're talk, not talking about a solar system like with our Milky Way, we're talking about a universe, which has got billions and billions of, of, of stuff within it. So there are more universes out there than there are grains of sand on this planet. So it proves that we're connected to something so intelligent. Now, we're all in the game of life. Now, what I've learned by being knocked down is I've learned how to play the game of life well because I started off with a body that was breaking down. And so then what happened was when I started to open up this communication, and it isn't complicated. Don't be thinking that you've got to have a mantra. Don't be thinking that you've got to say something in Sanskrit or say something in a certain language. No, well, here's how we communicate to the universe, through our heart, not through thoughts. Thoughts are created on planet Earth. Our heart connection is what connects us to this infinite stuff that we're a part of. And that's why as human beings, we can be infinite in our creations, infinite in our experiences, infinite in the, in the, in the adventures that we want to go on. And, and what that means is that when we get knocked down, we can have this infinite strength and balance and power and magic and all this amazing stuff to build us back up again. We're meant to get knocked down in life. I don't know if people understand this. So, because I learned all my stuff from being knocked down. So at that point where I started to talk to the universe, all I was saying was, what the hell has to happen so I can be happy? That was my first thing. I Life freaking sucked for me. There wasn't a day where I could find happiness. There wasn't a day where... I could look at somebody else and be happy for their success. It was, I was such a victim in the way that I was thinking and the way that I was acting. And because I wasn't using my energy creatively, my energy was getting stuck in me and it was becoming a toxic energy. So the first thing was like, right, what happens to happen? You know, what has to happen so I can be happy? 
And, and it was like, well, then I actually asked what has to happen so I can be in a body I'm proud of. And everything was like, go back to gymnastics. And I thought that these were my stupid thoughts, not me receiving a message. I'm like, I'm not going back to gymnastics. Come on, give me, give me the guidance. What am I meant to do? And it was like, go back to gymnastics. And the messages were coming through like laser beam focused energy. But my mind kept winning. And, and I was allowing my mind to take control. And, and it took me some time. I, didn't, I did not get the messages straight away. And I was like, come on, give it to me. What am I meant to do? And it was like, go and do what you love. What, there's nothing I love. You tell me what I love. And I was asking for the answers to be given to me. That's not how life works. We have to go and find it. We have to go and create it. You know, we've been given the most phenomenal thing that we know of on the face of the planet and in the universe that we reside in to have a body, a mind, and a spirit, to have these three engines come together and have them work as one, that's how miracles get born. But again, back then, I still didn't do this because I'm now in the mind that was giving me negative stuff. I'm in a body that's breaking down. Spiritually, forget that. That connection wasn't even there. But now I'd started to open up the door a little bit and there was a little bit of light sort of coming through the door. It's like, go and do what you love. And I was like, the only thing that I love was gymnastics, but that was like years and years and years ago. Go and do what you love. What gymnastics? That's the only thing I think I can love at the moment. Go and do what you love. And that was all I kept getting. Go and do what you love. Now, the challenge is most people aren't doing what they love on a daily basis. So what they're doing, they're numbing themselves. They're deactivating themselves with how they're choosing to spend their time. So I made the decision to at least trust whatever this thing was that was guiding me and I went and found myself a coach and um I did about a year in the gym with him I lost all the weight and you know so now I'm looking like an athlete so physically I'm in great shape but mentally nothing to change so I went in the gym with this mental um madness um, and I'm swinging around the high bar and I'm going to do a dismount from the high bar. And I, as I let go from the high bar, um, I let go literally a millisecond too late. And instead of going away from the bar, I come up over the bar and crack land straight back on the bar. Uh, I collapse in a heap. Um, I'm in and out of consciousness. They get me to hospital. They do the tests and a doctor comes out and he says, look, we've done your tests and this is the injury that you've got and really sorry to break this news to you, but you're never going to walk again. You're going to be spending the rest of your life in a wheelchair. And at that point, I didn't believe what I was being told. I was like, rubbish. You, you don't know what you're saying. And because I didn't want to believe what he was saying, I couldn't, I couldn't accept it. And we brought in other people, other experts, and they all said the same thing. Look, we've seen this injury. People don't heal from this injury. And what happened was, and Deepak Chopra has actually said this, that people aren't dying of the diseases anymore. They're dying of the diagnosis of the disease. So what it means is that we get told something from an authority and their belief can become our belief. And this is what we've got to understand, that belief systems are everything. You know, I'm making a five-part uh, doco series at the moment, and we got a gentleman called Bruce Lipton in it, and he talks about oh, five. Oh, Bruce is epic, and 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 it basically means that 
you better make sure that your belief systems are serving you at the highest levels, even if it means that you don't even know what the answer is yet. Believe that the impossible can become possible. Because without that belief, you're going to end up like mass consciousness and you'll live like them, you'll make decisions like them, and you're going to suffer like them. What we're now being given is an opportunity to come out of that mass consciousness, to raise these consciousness levels, to literally create heaven on earth. Like that's the phase that we're going into. It's the best phase of humanity ever, but we know that there's some challenges that we're going through. The, the, you know, the planet and humans are going through a deep, deep cleansing process right now. So after I was told it again and again and again by all these experts, their belief won. And it was like I gave up. And by giving up, um, what I gave up on was the struggle. I gave up on hope. I gave up on um, what my current beliefs were. And I just let go. But in letting go... I went into this, um, the only way I can describe it is it was dark. It was, there was no light to life anymore. And I didn't want to see people anymore. I didn't want to be around anyone. Um, and mum comes in one day and she says, look, I don't think it's over. I found someone, he broke his back. He was in traction. He came back fitter and stronger than before. And he went on to inspire millions of people around the world. And I was like, who are you talking about? And she goes, Bruce Lee. And I was like, the movie star. I said, mum, he's a movie star. None of this stuff is real. I said, you, and, and this, you know, this ain't, because for me, this is how I learned about the emotional ladder. When you've got in depression and there's no life there, and, and, and then you feel this anger coming out. Anger is actually a climb up on the emotional ladder. And so for me, anger felt like a breath of fresh air because it was more life coming in. So I'd be like, you don't know what you're talking about. He's a movie star. Just get out. Let me rot. And I'm like this angry, like, teenager. Um, and, and thank God it was a mother who loved me without conditions. <laughs> he was like, no, I'm not giving up. She went, if he did it, you can do it. And you're going to find a reason why you're here. There's a reason why life has brought you here. And I'm not, looking, I'm not going to look at my son turning into a victim. You're going to rise out of this and you're going to become, oh, it chokes me up. Holy shit. Oh, my God. It, sorry, it gets to me because without her doing that, none of this stuff after, um, none of it would have happened. And Amazing woman. Yeah, yeah, truly. And um, and she didn't give up. And by her not giving up, oh, shit, it's got me. Um, hang on, just give me a sec. Oh, right. By her not giving up is what allowed what unfolded to really unfold. And, um, and she started bringing me everything on Bruce Lee. Um, and it it taught me about these three things which all of us have and all of us can access. And it's the only three things that we're able to access life through. And it's the body, the mind, and the spirit. And there's no other way that any of us can experience any form of life. And if we want to improve any area of our lives, we have to improve those areas within ourselves. 
And it's either the mind, it's either the body, or it's the spirit, or it's all three, or it's making, or I should say, and not all, it's making those three engines work together as one. And what that led me to um, do was I started to study the people who Bruce Lee studied, like Confucius and the Buddha, and all these ascended masters that shared so much wisdom that literally thousands of years after those texts were written, the messages are just as important, probably even more important in today's world, because now humans have become like parasites on the planet. So our planet is literally at risk because of this human life. And I can tell you now, human life will not win over nature. Nature was here before us. Nature will be here after us. So we've got a small time to be able to get balanced, to be able to get aligned so that life as humans can continue to evolve on this incredible planet that we live on. So when I was studying all this stuff, it was like life had forced me into that position. And it was like, you ain't going anywhere. You're not even going to go for a walk now until you get this stuff. And I got it. And an opening up to this, the only way I can describe it, it's literally like the energy that creates worlds in our universe. It's the energy that's making your heartbeat now. It's making my heartbeat it's the energy that's making everyone who's watching or listening to this. It's the energy that's making your heartbeat. It's the energy that's giving us 50,000 new cells every three seconds. Like literally every three seconds, all of us, boom, we just got 50,000 new cells. Boom, there's another 50,000 new cells, which are doing what? They're regenerating this thing that we live in all the time. But the challenge is, how are we regenerating? That's going to come down to our belief systems. It's going to come down to the habits that we create. It's going to come down to the environments that we live in. It's going to come down to the relationships that we create. It's going to come down to the creations that come out of us. And so it all comes down to our lifestyle. And, and people say, oh, yeah, but come on, Skip. You know, when you get older, you break down. I'm like, no. Nah. If you're toxic, you break down. That's it. And we're creating a toxic world. And, you know, someone who's like, you know, coming up to 50 odd, I've got more energy now than I had when I was like half this age. So, so what happened there is I'm starting to open up to this universal intelligence, this universal power, and I'm using the power of the mind to go in and fix what was broken. And literally there was one day I opened up my eyes and we like we get downloads on our phones when we when we when we're connected to 3g 45g or wi-fi what happens is we hit download and we get information coming straight on our phones it's the same with us and when we set the intention clearly we can start to receive this universal magical power you know call it what you want and something breathed through me and it said you're going to walk today and i didn't know how it was going to happen there was no preparation for it um, everyone around me, including me, was still with the belief that I was never going to stand or walk ever again. But this thing said, you're going to walk today. And I was behind it with everything I've got. And I'm like, right, whatever you are, I believe, I believe it. I believe it. There's no doubt in me that you just breathe that through me. This is going to happen. And they took me out of the machine. I'm standing up for the first time. And when you haven't stood in months, so when you haven't stood for that long and you don't believe you're going to stand, then what, what happens 
for me, what happened was this sense of gratitude for this thing that I that we live in. And I just looked up and I just said, I swear, whatever you are, I never want to let go of this connection. Whatever you are, breathe life through me. And and I said, I swear, you let me stand every day. Just let me, oh God, it's getting me again. What, why am I getting choked up? I've told this story so many times. Um, when we take so many things for granted and this thing that we live in is the miracle. And for me, if being physical is a big part of this game of life. And, and I just said, look, you let me stand every day. I'm not going to complain anymore. I'm not going to put the blame on myself or others anymore. I'm not going to go into shame. Just let me stand every single day. And it was, the message was that you're going to walk. And they brought in these little like wooden bars, like these little sort of like ballet bars um, that they were helping like older people, you know, to get them walking again. And, and I'm now holding these bars without anyone else holding me because they wouldn't let go of me. And they said, because I said, look, you've got to let go of me. And they said, no, no, if we let go of you, you're going to fall over. I said, you don't understand by you holding me up, you're making me weak. Let me stand on my own too. It's like trying to help a baby stand up. You can't help a baby stand up. They just got to figure it out for themselves. So, and when they figure it out for themselves, they've got it. So it was, it was kind of like going through that process again. And I just looked up and I said, look, whatever you are, I believe in you. And you said that we're going to walk. And I know I don't have to take these steps by myself. I know you're going to help me. And I just opened up. And it was literally like the energy moved me. Life moved me. It was like I didn't, it wasn't coming from just me. It was coming from the stuff that's giving us these 50,000 new cells every three seconds, the stuff that's making a heartbeat without us thinking about it, the stuff that's making us breathe without us even thinking about it. And, and I used it at that level and I took three steps. And, you know, I'm, I'm holding on to bars, but I took them and I looked at mum and I, I mean, she was crying. I was crying. I was like, I walked again. And I never went back. The next day I did six steps. The next day I went, I did 12. The next day after that, I did none. But bit by bit, it was like a few steps forward, one back. A few steps forward, one back. So it's kind of like this up and then a dip and then an up and then a dip. And I learned how to ride out these dips, just like when you throw that ball down. Because I stayed inflated, it was like, I'm not going to let this beat me. And I had to learn how to direct the mind through the fears, through the doubts, through the, you know, all of that crazy stuff, you know, all of the resistance that was coming up. And I just learned how to let go. And by letting go of all of the stuff that I've been programmed with, it brought in a force that this is why I've now dedicated my life to helping people because without us living with that force of life, we're living as a watered-down version of ourselves. And that's what I see happening around the world. People, they just need to learn how to step into their greatness. And that's why we do what we do. And, we, you know, we run all these online masterclasses and all this stuff to give people the full experience of, oh, my God, I'm missing out on this and this and this. And, and it's not complicated. It's simple. It's more complicated to go and learn a language in a foreign country than it is to apply this stuff that I'm teaching people. So what happened was I learned how to walk again without the aid of anything. 
and that I managed to get into running and then jump in. And then it wasn't long after I'd created all this momentum that we sat down with, you know, I sat down with the family and mum said, look, this is unbelievable. We just witnessed a miracle. What are you going to do with your life? And I asked that one question, which I, I always ask every single day now, what do I love? And if I don't love it, I either find a way how to love it or I delegate it or I cut it away from, you know, my life. And, and I didn't even say anything. And she looks at me and she goes, you better not be thinking what I think you're thinking. And I'm like, mum, there's only one thing I love in my life right now. I've got to go and do it. She's like, why would you go back to gymnastics? Why would you go in that place? I'm like, because I'm being pulled into it. I said, one of the things that Bruce Lee taught me was don't think, feel. I said, I feel I've got to do this. Everything about me is saying, you've got to go back. There's unfinished business. And she was like, why? I went, I don't know why. I don't know why this game of life was set up, but we're here. So let's make the most of it. So I went and found myself a two times world champion coach, a gentleman from Bulgaria called Svetlazar Deliaskov. And we started training and within 18 months of training with him, my first competition was the English Championships. And I now find myself on the podium being given the gold medal for winning this, the English Sports Acrobatics Championships. And I remember when they put that, like, they put the medal over my head. And I just thought, wow, if I believed what these experts had told me, not only would I not be here, but I'd be there as one of the biggest victims this planet's ever produced. And what journey I've just come through now, I've got to share this with people. Now, ironically, what happened, um, people started to you know, come to me and say, oh my God, you shouldn't be able to even stand. And you just won like the championship title. How did you do it? Now imagine this, and you can tell me what you think my response was. So over 25 years ago, so that was 21, I was about 21 then, um, so from 48 now, so yeah, about 27 years ago, I start talking, I said, look guys, we've got this whole game of life wrong. We've got to understand energies. We've got to understand frequencies. We've got to understand vibrations. This is the stuff that I've been tapping into, and it has changed everything. And I start going on a rant about that stuff. How do you think that got received 25, 27 years ago? This guy's a lunatic. I've got a great story, but this dude's off with the freaking fairies. So what happened? So I learned very quickly that people thought that it was way too soon for them to even accept that stuff. So I stopped speaking. And what I did was I took what I learned um, into the business world. And our first year in business, with me not knowing a damn thing about business, but now I've got this universal force, this universal power, this universal intelligence breathing through me. And I'm like, right, I've got you now. We've got this connection. What am I going into? And because I was like, look, people are not ready for this stuff. I'm not going to go out there. I'm not going to have you make me look like a freaking freak in front of everyone. I get a decision in this as well. You know, you know, that's why you give me this free will to decide. But. Um, I went into the business world and we did over a million in year one, like 27 years ago. And I mean, that's still a lot of money today, but back then that was insane. Like yeah, somebody think about this stuff. And 
and and the, and the business was I was bringing acrobatics to like some of the world's biggest shows and there was no one doing it. So I was in the right place at the right time. We took it to like TV commercials and pop videos and, and there was no one around. Like it was like, Oh my God, you want acrobats? You want this, you know, you want people flying and do all this stuff. You got to call skip. And we had monopolized that industry because there was no one like musical theater only trained people to sing and to dance and to act acrobatics. You had to go skip. So, and I just happened to know everyone. So I could come up with all these crazy ideas and the bigger, the crazy the ideas were, the more they loved it. And, and it was about 10 years ago. Um, someone came to me and asked me to do a talk and I was like, uh, I'm not doing these talks. I tried that. Doesn't work. Really happy with my life. I love it. And the weirdest thing started to happen. I started to be pulled out of the industry that I was in into what I now do. And um, I got asked to do this talk and it was the first talk I ever did and it was for the Youth Leadership Summit. And there was about 2,000 kids at this event and what I was told was, Skip, this is the next generation. They need to learn what you've done. If you don't give it to them and you've had a direct experience, you're not, doing, you're not playing your part. And it, was, it, 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 it wasn't even like I was invited to do it. It was almost like I was told I needed to do it. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm not, anyway, I kept rejecting it, rejecting it. And it was at that point where saying, like, you're not using what life has given you. The new generation need to know what's possible. And you're a living, breathing example of it. So I went and done that talk and then I got invited to do a talk for other conscious groups and I realized that people need this stuff. It's like people are they're drowning in all this information but they're starving for wisdom and, and the wisdom only shows out when you're a living, breathing proof of what you're talking about. You know, it's not like we want to share information, we want to share what's really, really working and that then um, really led me to yeah running events all over the world, being involved with the biggest events companies, and I have the fortune now of working with like celebrities, top sports personalities, um, uh, world famous CEOs, and you know people who come to our events and our trainings who just want to take their life up to the next level and beyond. And we've now again, I'm not teaching people specific business strategies and we've had people earning millions and we document it all, you know, through videos and this is in lockdown and, and it's the new wave. It's like, if we don't understand the energies and the frequencies and the vibrations, that's like living in an amazing house that you love this house but then imagine that you're moving to your dream house. But in this new dream house, you've had everything built. But the day you're moving out, you go and move one little object and this secret door comes back and you're like, what the hell? What the hell? There's a secret door? You're going to go and explore. And imagine that you go down these stairs and all these neon lights come up and you go to a big swimming pool and it's got like a waterfall and you see a game room, you see a home cinema, you see a gym, you see in a spa area, you're seeing all this stuff under your house, but you're now moving out. You're going to feel like you've missed out on all those experiences. That's missing out on this universal intelligence that we are a part of. And we just have to look at the education system. doesn't teach this stuff. It gets you forced to regurgitate information. We have to look at what the governments are doing. I don't really see the governments truly being there for the people. 
all the governments have created a fear epidemic and no one's boosting up people's immunity, which is the only thing that the government should be doing. The only reason why the government is, should be there is for the people. But the systems have now got manipulated with power and greed and all of this horrible stuff. And that is rippling out into people's lives. So, so what we do is we give people their power back. And it's the most beautiful gift to give anyone is when you see people centered, balanced and focused and happy and aligned and they go and take their action steps from that point. And what we do is we teach them how to get into what we call the supercharged frequency because most people are living in what we call the dead frequency. Some people are going up into where they literally feel dead. They feel numb. And that's where the brain just takes over. A lot of people now are living in the fear frequency where they can be controlled by outside forces. Some people get into the growth frequency where they, they're, they're still learning and they're growing, but they're still not at that point where miracles can breathe through them. Where we take people in, in what we call this supercharged frequency, and in that frequency, it's just like when you get a download. It's just like if you're driving a car and you listen to a frequency, and say you listen to a song, but you don't like that song. Say, say me and you are driving and you're sat next to me and a song comes on the radio and you really don't like that song and I really don't like that song. Can we drive away from the song, yes or no? Drive away from the song. Yeah. <laughs> we change this. change the song. <laughs> so, but that's what most people are doing. They're trying to drive away from the stuff that they're receiving and they can't. Why? Because they're staying in the same frequency. They can even change their mindset. They can even change their motivation. They can even change their action steps. But guess what? They're going to keep receiving in the same frequency. And so what we've learned how to do in the coolest ways is how to get people, and it's super fun, how to get them in this supercharged frequency because that's where they start to receive all the stuff so that miracles literally start to get born through them. So, yeah, that's kind of a long answer to bring us up to date. So <laughs> it's an amazing, amazing amazing you know story and essentially like journey and life path you've been on I think you know for everyone listening what people will be so dying to know about is this supercharged frequency so you know what makes that up how can people start to tap into that themselves even as like a first step and you know how will they know when they are how do they know to sort of keep going all those little things that people think am I even capable of doing that you know Maybe Skip's just, you know, these are all the questions that come from people's head. Maybe Skip's special, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, how do you, how do listeners, how do people, what's that first step to step into this supercharged frequency that essentially makes us the creators of our lives? Okay, really good question. Uh, first of all, I just want to address some of the points that you take, uh, that you just said, because Skip is special, but so is everyone. It's like, I'm no more special or less special than anyone. And this is part of the challenge that, when people put us on a, on a pedestal, like out in Asia, where we launched the events, the press out there start to label me the miracle man. And, and I'd get in, I'd, I'd get, we'd go on the big TV shows, we'd do you know, all the big media uh, platforms. And sometimes I didn't even get in, introduced as my name. It's like, oh, we've got the miracle man here. And I said, listen, this gimmick, and I said, it is a gimmick. I said, you guys gave me the label. I said, but here's the truth. Everyone's the miracle that 50,000 new cells that we're being gifted every three seconds, 
If you've got a heart that's beating, if you've got lungs that are breathing, if you've got a mind that you can focus, you can use that stuff. You can use all of what life has given us as fuel. So the easiest way that I can explain really how to um, understand frequencies is it's not something I can explain in a a two-minute answer. What we've done is I've created a whole training around this because there's lots of things that we've got to unlearn that we've learned because remember this, the mind can only pick up stuff from this physical reality. That's why we have a mind to be able to focus us in this physical reality to be able to create whatever we want. And But we need to understand this, where focus goes, energy flows, and what we focus on expands. But guess what most people are focusing on? The problem. So what's expanding in their lives? The problems. Whereas what I teach people is that your greatest challenges are going to become your greatest assets. They're going to become your greatest blessings, your greatest teachings. So in this three-hour masterclass, we call it three keys to unlock miracles, where there are three simple keys to be able to understand. And it's just like putting a key in a door. You get the right key, you put it in the door, you can give that key to anyone, anyone. You can give that key to a four-year-old and that key can, uh, that four-year-old can put the key in the door, turn the door and walk through the door. What we want to make sure we're doing is that we're walking through these doors that open up better realities so that a better quality of life can start to breathe through us. And it doesn't matter how challenged we're getting, we're going to re- we're going to understand, you know, it's, it's like the saying, the stronger the wind, the stronger the trees. It's that simple. If you're weak and there's a big force, bam, and, you, and you've got no rooted, you're not rooted to the ground, bam, that storm's going to take you out. Whereas when we, get, when we learn how to get fully rooted to our planet, we learn how to fully connect to the universe, that we're all made of stardust, whichever way we look at it, every single one of us. And we start to understand that there are seasons that govern this physical plane. Because otherwise what's going to happen is we will, we will do the right thing at the wrong time. We don't get the result and we go, oh, screw this. This stuff doesn't work. Well, if your heart's working and your lungs are working and your eyes are working and your body's working, now it's time to literally have your dreams be born through you. But what's got to happen is there's got to be some deprogramming because all of us are the most phenomenal thing that's ever been designed on the face of the planet. And we're all living in it. We're living in the, the, this miracle-creating thing. But the challenge is we're, we can only create in the frequencies that we live in. So through the, this training, what we learn how to do is we understand that most of us have been programmed in ways that aren't serving us. And that programming has come from our parents, our society, our schooling, uh, the people that we got raised with, and a lot of that programming is out of date. It's like having an app. The beautiful thing about technology is it's able to speed up how we um, how we are as humans, how we can evolve as humans. Because think about it with an app. If you use an app and then you haven't used it for six months and then you go back to it, what's going to happen? It's going to say apps out of date. You've got to update it. It's the same with our belief systems. It's the same with our um, understanding of life. We've got to update ourselves all the time. Now, 
imagine that we've all got these smart devices now and everyone who's been watching this or listening to this, you've got a smartphone. Everyone's got one in today's world. Imagine using that smartphone for the rest of your life with no 3G, no 4G, no 5G, and no Wi-Fi. You can use it for a calculator. You can use it to take pictures, but you can't share those pictures with anyone because it only stays on your device. What are you going to feel like? You're missing out. This is like missing out on the stuff that we teach people. When, we, when you go in this supercharged frequency, you start getting download after download. You start receiving different stuff, and it's like this force, this energy, just like how it moves children where they're physically moving. And I say to kids, why are you moving so much? Because like, it feels good. And I'm like, so look how we've been programmed where every single person who's watching this and listening to this, you, between four and eight years old, you'd have moved your bodies naturally in fun ways. You'd have explored. Why are you not doing it now? And I know for most people, they're not doing it now. Why? Because I get to run events all over the world and I get to see people in Australia, in America, in uh, Europe, in you know, all, Asia, all these countries. And I see exactly the same patterns playing out throughout humanity doesn't matter what area of the world i'm in so how come people are getting stuck in their mind and their mind's going oh i haven't got time to work out oh it's not important enough if, if you sacrifice any part of yourself that's stupid and we're not stupid we're just playing out stupid programs stupid patterns that we've been programmed with so when we can understand that pattern of that program guess what we now change it so what we do is in this masterclass that I can give to everyone who's here, we've just um, done it with a group of people and the feedback has been out of this world. And we chuck all the cards on the table. So after this, there's no mystery. There's zero mystery around you learning how to create a life of miracles because we show you exactly what the three keys are, exactly what's needed, and, and you're going to know how to go and take your next action step so that you can start living in what we call this supercharged frequency. Because if we let the mind win, we're not doing what Bruce Lee taught me. Don't think, feel. And most people's thoughts in today's world, they're keeping them in their comfort zone. And we can't grow in our comfort zone. We can't make magic happen in our comfort zone. Here's what I truly believe. Life begins outside of our comfort zone. So what does that mean? We've always got to be pushing ourselves for the next step, the next step, the next step. And when we get to discover those parts of ourselves, we get to live the rest of our lives literally creating miracles. I don't mean every now and again. I mean literally every single day because we are the miracle if we get this thing functioning well, and we do. We become the creator of our destiny. Otherwise, if we don't get this thing working well, you're going to be the creator of hell. And <laughs> get to decide i'm sorry to be that blunt but it's just the truth so it is true though I'll give you that link and you can send it out to, to anyone who wants to watch it no definitely i think you know everyone listening would love to really get into like the depths of it and really go through the process themselves i think they'd be crazy not to after hearing your story because it's um i think it was you know talking about the whole side of beliefs and how there's actually a lot of people in the world maybe even some people listening now who may have never actually done any work on their subconscious belief programming, who may have actually never even realized that they are living patterns that aren't even their own. I mean, I think it was Carl Jung who said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. 
And I think that's one of the best quotes ever because it's totally say true. That, say that again. Because <laughs> seriously, don't let that one fly by. Grab that one and just go say that again because Carl Jung's a hero. He's a hero. He said, yeah, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And what he really means by that, as you know, is simply that our beliefs, our programming, our subconscious are directing our life, whether we think so or not. You know, we sabotage ourselves without realizing because we're trying to keep ourselves safe from something that happened years ago and playing out all these different things. And so I think if people can understand that, like even on the essence of you may be listening now and thinking, okay, Skip had this huge accident to recover from. I haven't had a huge accident that I need to recover from. But everyone in life has mini traumas. You know, we think of trauma as these huge things, like that huge thing that happened to you. You know, you break your back or someone loses a loved one or, you know, these big events that are trauma. But every single human being in the world has mini traumas. So that's directing your life, how you respond since then. So doing something like Skip's incredible masterclass that he is offering you to help you actually get out of your own way if you're not sure about where your life's going, if your life's not going in the right direction, just take a chance and do it because these things are so, so important. Like we all, we all need them and we can all help ourselves, especially when someone like Skip is offering you the free gift of being able to do it, which is so kind. So kind. It really is that because if we don't know what's possible, how do we know what next step to take? How can we then take those leaps of faith? Because the fear or the, the pain of stuff that happened in the past, it's going to pull us back. And you talk about like this self-sabotaging mechanism. We're seeing it happening all over the world. And I see it happen with, you know, I'm lucky that I get to coach very high level people. But let me tell everyone this, just because you see someone in the media who might have the fame and the fortune, you have no clue what's happening in their inner world. And I get their inner world exposed and I'm like, wow. I thought you had everything cracked. I, you know, you was a, a, a movie star hero of mine or a world famous CEO that I respected. And you get to understand that people are tripping themselves up all the time and they don't know. And it doesn't need to be a massive thing. But what happens is small cracks can sink big ships. So what we've got to understand, if, there, if there's something cracked in in someone's life where they might not have the body that they want to live in. They might not have the immunity. They might not have the money. They might not have the job that they want. They might not have the relationships what they want. What we've got to understand is where they're at right now, how are we going to build that bridge from where they're at to where they want to be? Because the stuff that we're absorbing from mainstream society isn't activating people it's deactivating them so what happens is they start to give up on their dreams they start to play small their standards come lower and they settle as soon as we settle the game of life is over because we're not meant to be settling we're meant to be discovering we're meant to be because the the biggest trap that i found is that people at some level they're sacrificing their health for wealth and it's just stupid what we should be doing is discovering more parts of ourselves on our journey through life. And that is going to change at different seasons, at different chapters. Because as I said earlier, we do the right thing at the wrong time. We don't get the right result. We can do all the right thing, but we get one thing round the other way. We don't get the result. Something as simple as I give you my telephone number, you dial it, you get the last two numbers around the wrong way. You've got the right numbers, dial in the right numbers, but you don't get me. And it's the formula 
That's a good analogy. That's a good analogy. Well, it's so simple to understand this stuff. And when you get it, but when you don't get it, what you're playing out is those subconscious programs that Carl Jung was talking about because the subconscious programming, which we need to understand this, that can be up to 50,000 times more powerful than our conscious awareness right now. So what we do again and again and again starts to become our habits. What people are going to learn on this masterclass is how you can learn how to do the right thing without even thinking about it. That's how awesome this stuff is because you have the chance to open up to be this channel that can start to receive from this supercharged frequency where you're just going to get a download, you're going to know what to do, and boom, it's going to come through you as a knowing. And just like children, they're not thinking about how they're moving, they're playing, they're in the moment, they're lit up. What would happen if we could be that lit up as adults in our creations in life? That's exactly how it's meant to be. We're meant to have that energy. We're meant to have that aliveness. We're meant to have that. I mean, think about it. Let's understand how stupid we become. Let me ask you this question. Let's just take the children then between four and eight years old. Do children have more energy than most adults? Yes, 100%. Right, we need energy to create any result in life. Do children move their bodies more than most adults? Yeah. Yeah, so we need to move. It's, it's part of the, you know, why this human thing was developed. Do children have a lot more natural joy and happiness compared to most adults? <laughs> yes. Do children have a lot more, uh, uh, are children in the moment more than most adults? Yeah, totally. Not what about the future, just fully embodied in the moment with what they've got. And do children learn faster than most adults, especially when it comes to like computer devices now? Yeah, 100%. So all of that stuff is inbuilt. But the way that most people's lives have gotten, they don't realize that they're creating a crack over here, a crack in their nutrition, a crack in their movement, a crack in their mindset, a crack in their career, a crack in their money, a crack in their relationships, a crack in their personal life, a crack in their business life. Why? Why don't they notice it? Because everybody else has got cracks in their ships and that's what's normal. Isn't it insane that what's normal is what's breaking the individual person down, it's breaking families down, it's breaking relationships down, it's breaking companies down, it's breaking the planet down. So if we want to live a normal life, don't watch the masterclass. (laughs) Do one to learn to live what we call a life of miracles, an extraordinary quality of life. We've laid out, but it's going to take three hours. So, you know, only go in and watch it if you can set three hours, you know, for your own development, because we go through a lot within those three hours. And it does, it it has people go, oh my God, that just makes total common sense. And you're going to realize that people aren't even living with common sense anymore. They don't even know what common sense is anymore. So, I used to have an office manager who used to say, common sense isn't that common. And I was like, I thought that was such a good phrase. Who said that? My old office manager years ago. I was like, that's such a good phrase. It is. It's common sense isn't common practice. It's such a powerful saying. So what we've got to do is understand the truth. And that's what this is all about. Um, because when we're in that truth... That's where the magic of life gets to breathe through us. Truth is always going to hold more power, more love, more success, more fulfillment, more creation than even the tiniest little white light. In that truth is where we find our freedom. And that's what we do. We introduce people to that. And it's the biggest, powerful force that 
anyone can get introduced to at any stage of their lives because that then allows you to navigate through the challenges that we go through. We're all going to go through challenges. You know, hopefully, you know, people don't need to go through the ones that I've gone through. They can learn, you know, what I learned from those direct experiences. They can take the learnings and apply them to their lives so that they can keep their life, get into the next level, get into the next level, get into the next level. Because if we don't feel like we're growing and expanding on a consistent basis, a part of us is going to feel like it's dying. But then when we deal with a contraction, I mean, think about the lungs expand and the lungs contract. The same thing's happening with the universe. It's expanding and it's contracting. So what we've got to understand is how to ride those waves. But when we're at the bottom of the wave, it's just like being at the bottom of a sound wave or an energy wave. It's not right or wrong. It's part of the journey. So that when we go through that downward part of the wave, we're still balanced. We're still in harmony. It's like we become the eye of the storm. And all of a sudden, everyone else and everything else around us is freaking out, but we're still centered. We're balanced. And we get to then control where that storm goes by being the eye of the storm. And for that, you've got to have total balance between the body, the mind, the spirit. You've got to be able to understand how to use this stuff that we get, but how to then put it into the creations of life that makes life better. Every single one of us, we're meant to be making life better because we're here. And the beautiful thing is when we use those parts of ourselves, we get to feel confident. We get to feel good. We get to feel the stuff that can only come through when those creations have come through you. Otherwise, if we don't have those creations, I know what it was like for me before all this stuff, like the question that you asked at the beginning, I learned how toxic my mind and my life could be. So I've been on both sides of the fence and, and I'll never go back there. And that's the beautiful thing is that when we grow and we expand consciously within this physical reality, we can't ever shrink back. So the beautiful thing is when you get this stuff, it just keeps getting better and better and better. I love that because I think as well, like what you were saying earlier, you know, discover, don't settle, I think is such a good phrase because there are so many people in life who are just settling because they don't know that there can be more that they're capable of more or that life can be greater than just what they've been programmed to see well it's not going to get better than this whatever kind of thing and I think like you say if we continually discover um, ourselves as well as life then that's when you know the miracles keep happening and um, especially with our mind like you're saying I mean you going into that toxic place I mean we've all been in those moments where our mind gets the better of us and I think the more people can do things like, you know, whether it's learning how to meditate, learning to get to know themselves, doing something like your masterclass and really understanding your mind on that more intimate level, helping you to become, you know, your mind to become, you know, your, not your enemy, but your advocate instead, you know, how you can change that around and create those miracles. So to finish, because I always ask everyone this on the podcast, um, and we talked about miracles and divinity and mind, body, spirit, obviously. Um, what does spirituality personally mean to you? Because it means something different to everyone. And I would love to know what it means to you personally. Oh, my God. The spirituality is how to improve the life in the physical. It's that simple. If we try and do it with only the mind and the body, we're missing out. It's like living in that house and only discovering that you had all this stuff under the house when you're about to move out. And life without spirit 
for me was dark. It was numb. Um, it was lifeless. Um, it really was. Um, I was living in the physical plane, but I was living in really the dead frequency. That's, that, that's where I lived. And for me, life with spirit allows me to live in the supercharged frequency and it allows me to create in the supercharged frequency as well. And what that does is I know that the best is always yet to come. And I'm one of the lucky ones. I, you know, I've, I've done the work. I've created all the freedom that I'm going to need, whether it's you know, financial, physical, mental, emotional, uh, you know, within relationships. And for me now, it's all about giving back. And it's really about taking the message out there to more people all over the world so that we can start to light our planet back up again. And to, to see it roll out in other people um, gives me something that no money's ever given me. It's literally a feeling that when I know someone's in that frequency and they're creating from that frequency, and we get videos sent literally pretty much on a daily basis now of people who are sharing miracles that are unfolding in their lives. And when I sit and I watch it and I'm like, wow, they've got it. They've absolutely got it. Because it's like that thing, you can give someone a fish and you feed them for a day, but you teach them how to fish and they can fish for a life. And I do not even know why I keep using that because I'm vegan. I live <laughs> my I, it's not got to find a new metaphor for that because it just doesn't work for me anymore. Um, because it's true. When we get to discover those parts in ourselves, because it's simple, it's use it or lose it. And it comes with, you know, whether it's a physical muscle, a mental muscle, an emotional muscle, a money muscle, a relationship muscle. We've got to discover those parts of ourselves and use them. We've got to use what life has given us because when we use it, then we realize, oh, my God, I just created this. I just created that. And that's impacted this person's life. And all of a sudden, you stay in this creative flow because because that's what the spiritual stuff does for me. It keeps you in that flow state. And that, to me, is really where the magic of life is, by staying in that flow state. But I was in a flow state in the dead frequency. I was in flow with it. I was Because that's what was happening for me every day. But what I've now learned is how to be in that flow state in the supercharged frequency. But I want people to understand this, because I don't want there to be any illusion created. Do I live in that 24-7? No. Does any human live in it 24-7? No. And if anyone tells you yes, I'm sorry, but they're freaking full of BS. <laughs> they are. Because we're absorbing um, stuff all the time. It's like I just had a gardener at my place in London. And I said to her, I said, you're here all the time. How do we keep getting weeds in the garden? I'm watching you de-root the weeds. How do we keep getting weeds? And she says, well, Skip, these weeds can literally be blown in the wind. This, you know, there can be a tiny little seed that can blow in the wind. It can land on your garden and it can go in the garden. And then all of a sudden a weed is grown. And I'm like, that's how humans pick up negative thoughts. We're absorbing stuff all the time. Now, what it means is that we're all going to dip. But depending on how inflated we stay is going to depend like that tennis ball. When we throw it down, is it going to hit the deck and stay there? Or is it going to hit the deck and boom, bounce up immediately? So we need those dips. Like you look at energy, it has a wave. And the new wave of consciousness that's breathing into the planet, if you don't get it, unfortunately, the suffering will continue. The pain will continue. And you just won't 
get to discover the best parts of what you are. So for me, spirit is, oh, you've reminded me of what my mission is all about. Steve Jobs, one of my heroes, because we wouldn't have the technology that we have in today's world without him. What was his, most people don't know his authentic mission. It was to put the spirit back into technology because before he came along, everything to do with technology was left brained. He came along, he started to use instinctive stuff that we have as humans to be able to connect with these devices to be able to use them instinctively. What's my mission? To bring the spirit back to humanity. That's what it's all about. So to me, the spiritual journey is just a better life. It's really what it is. It's, it's a better quality of life. And it doesn't matter what those areas are that we need to improve at different chapters in our life. Having that spirit there is opening us up to discover more of the greatness that all of us have within literally every single cell. We have it within our minds. This spirit, we allow that to breathe through us. It's like these higher energetic codes can beam down. And when we can grasp them, we'll use that to be inspired. That's what inspiration is. It's from within, you know, inspired from within. And that's where we get to discover that we are truly the universe in physical form. And we actually do have all the answers within us. But if we carry on playing out those subconscious programs in the mind, which is not spirit, you allow the program to win. What we've now got to allow is spirit to win. And that, I truly believe, is what's going to give birth to a new earth. Oh, I love that, Skiff. And I'm sure you've inspired many people today listening to all of that. And it's just... Uh, been wonderful talking about everything with you from you know unconscious subconscious spiritual energy it's been amazing and your your story so thank you so much for coming on and sharing it with us yeah yeah thank you for inviting me i hope you enjoyed today's episode with the amazingly inspiring skip it really is a reminder that we really truly can do anything when we set our minds to it. So download his gift he's given to you with his supercharged frequency masterclass and just get involved, start that step for yourself. If you did enjoy today's episode, then tag us in social media, share it in your stories, let us know. We would love to hear from you. And I will see you next time with another inspiring guest to help you become unstressable.